Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Sisters Let's Talk podcast lounge. In this episode, you will hear us, myself and Fumi, conclude our season one, Shifting Paradigms, and introduce our new season. We have made it to season two, our new season titled Relationships. We start off just talking about um, the women in the Bible that we had introduced way in the beginning and then introduce just talking about love and relationships. Of course, you can't talk about relationships and not talk about love. I hope you tune in for our next episode. Just relax, enjoy this. And join us as we continue this journey of speaking our truth. As you listen to this episode, you will recognize that my voice, you see, is very low. We could not, for the love of us, figure out why my mic kept going so low but guess what we ended up figuring that out all the way towards the end of um, this recording so we do apologize for the inconsistencies but we are learning and we will improve it Um, we figured it out actually it was just the batteries just the batteries all right enjoy If everyone just look at the next person, like you have the potential of being somebody that will do awesome things. I think we will look at life so much, much better. We'll look at the value of somebody's life much better. I know that that person made a mistake and that's all that they did. They made a mistake and messed up. Well, I think part of it is we always want others to forgive us no matter what but that woman at the well i learned something recently about her yeah but you know yeah because if if it was only what jesus told her about the five husbands i don't think she would have gone out to the city and be screaming like she told me everything that i have done or Mm -hmm. he told me everything that i have done they must have had a lot more conversation oh yeah oh yeah because we fact that she was uh she had five husbands and now living with someone 
Uh-huh. Say, because in that time, because um, I was actually just listening to something, in that time, they would have either, she, she wasn't a prostitute as most people think she was. She was not what? She wasn't a prostitute. No. She probably was some either rich lady and obviously beautiful for making mm-hmm. money to one time, but mm-hmm. she couldn't have kids. Well, so, we don't know. I don't think it mentioned that she had kids or anything. No. But so for make in that. that culture, for make someone they kept getting married to her. Uh-huh. It wasn't she wasn't a, a prostitute, and B, there's something that was missing. Um, that in that society they didn't look down upon. Yeah. At that time, for uh-huh. make to get five husbands, people kept getting married to her. Uh-huh. Otherwise, and for don't banish her already. Yeah. So she had something in her. And um, for me, I feel like their conversation was went from this is what you have done that might be a negative on your side. But this, these are the values I think you have. Or this is what you can work on. Or this is how I see you going forward. For her to say, what? As 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 we we record that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, but we as humans we normally don't go around screaming when somebody tells us the negative things about us, right? yeah we go about when somebody mm-hmm. says something that really inspires us or motivates us to to go forward or something that makes us happy that's something that makes us feel valuable exactly that you accomplish some you accomplish stuff you are this you're that but not mm-hmm. negative the negative you hide it yeah so for her to go out and say, come and see the man that told me everything that I have done, she must have been doing something that nobody was seeing, nobody was accomplished or, or, or not accomplished, nobody has seen that she had accomplished or nobody has seen that, oh my gosh, I've been trying for somebody to appreciate this or somebody to see this, but nobody did. And you told me. You saw it. You see it in me, right? That's one thing I found. I kind of like, and you know, another person that that Jesus said that to, Nathaniel. When Jesus called him, said, "I saw you under the fig tree." <laughs> then he said, "Ha, you're Messiah," right? What, what there was something else he said. I was reading it the other day. Come see the but something I come see the man who told me everything that I've done or something. Come see the Messiah. Where's my Bible? We have found one uh the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. 
And when Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him. So it's uh, John 1, 43. Yeah. One. Mm -hmm. Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, How truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit? How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, verily, truly, I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God descending, ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Yeah. So I did and I like, did Nathaniel know this about himself or was it just the confirmation he needed? Right. Um, I guess yeah, you can look at it both ways because mm -hmm. the way the way the question is framed mm -hmm. can be how how do you know me? As mm -hmm. he, yeah, he knows these things about himself, but no one else. No knows. one else knew. Mm -hmm. So now Jesus is confirming, like because. He knows that of himself, mm -hmm. so he knows. But then no one else does, yeah. or or no one else understood. And mm -hmm. now he's just saying this, like, how how do you know me? Mm -hmm. Or the other side of it is there are things he didn't even know. Yeah, and, and he's saying, how do you know me? Like, yeah, how do you know me? Like, yeah, maybe the things that I've been trying to understand about myself, and you just said, and it's like. Because that happens sometimes. It's like sometimes somebody says something to you, right? Or somebody is just talking about themselves or talking about something that happened to them. And you'll be like, Those, that's that same feeling I've been trying to put words to. And I never had the right words to put to it. Yeah. And actually, because what Jesus actually said was, here truly is an Israelite. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. um, and then in whom there is no, no deceit. That's the second one. Mm -hmm. So there's no deceit. Um, that basically he he can't lie or he doesn't lie or he 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 doesn't fabricate things. Yeah. Kinds of things. Yeah. And maybe all his life people have been telling him, damn, you're lying, or exactly. there's no way that can be true. Or exactly. what you're thinking makes no sense. Yep. Yep. So he's like, what? Really? You're somebody, somebody knows me. Yeah, because then I was looking at the fig tree. The fig tree, right, in the other passages, is that same tree that, Jesus, that looked like it had fruit, but didn't. Didn't, yeah. That Jesus caused. Mm -hmm. If you look at, if you just look at what we know about the fig tree, right? And he said, well, why did they have to mention it? Like, I saw you while we were sitting under the fig tree, under that place that looks like it has everything flourishing and everything in it, but it really doesn't have anything. I'm sure that that wasn't the first time that happened. Mm -hmm. It was when Jesus did something 
then everyone is like, oh, yeah, this is true. Mm -hmm. Why isn't the fig tree producing fruit? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. So that means they would have known, but they were still sitting under that fig tree mm -hmm. and, and never questioned it. No. And I think that's how sometimes in life we, we've been so used to how things look. We never really question it until somebody comes out. Somebody on the outside looks in and say, why, why is this the way it is? And sometimes it does take a mindset to, to, to think about like, huh, why have I always done it this way? Or why have, have I always looked at it this way? Or why is that it's always been this way? And it's not a bad thing for things to, mm -hmm. to be that way. It's just when you look at it from another way, right? That that's what I got was like. I'm trying to see what the new thing games is. That I was thinking like, huh? Wonder what Nathaniel was thinking about under the picture. It must have been significant to his believing. So actually, um, having said that, exactly what you said, I think we can maybe know the answer mm -hmm. so it's well i'm i'm back i'm using the new king james version the mm -hmm. was the new international mm -hmm. so i'm starting back from the top uh 43 john 143 the following day jesus wanted to go to galilee and he found philip and said to him follow me now philip was was from Bethsaida, the city of andrew and peter philip found nathaniel and said to him we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel said to him, and that's the that's what you just asked. Uh -huh. Can anything good come, come out, out of, of there? <laughs> yeah. When you're asking why he said, like, I mean, what what was he thinking? Uh -huh. Under that fig tree. Uh -huh. He's saying, Can anything good come uh -huh. out of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. And remember, Jesus called him an Israelite. Yeah. So does he have a conflict of identity? Uh, Nathaniel. But you know, I was I was looking more into what um like Nazareth as a town at that time, it was not that significant. It's this tiny place that was not even on the you know like on the map of place interesting places that one will want you go like it was not significant at all so people had had zero reason to 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 view nazareth as a place where this big messiah that they've been waiting for to come from where is nazareth where is it even on the map mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and not and see to say every everything you're saying, there's a revelation in there as well. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus saw that so 47 says Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him mm -hmm. and said of him, of him, not to him, of mm -hmm. him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Mm -hmm. So the New King James Version um, 
He says, behold, an Israelite indeed. So if back then you're, you're saying um, there was no significant, well, I mean, because it was a small town. Yeah. But to me, when they behold an Israelite indeed is saying it's, it's, a sig- it's a significant, there's significance. Mm-hmm. There is an identity of being an Israelite. Yeah. And then obviously he said, how do you know me? Oh, and of course, you like the, the ending part. He says that, most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter, you shall see heaven open. And the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. You shall see the glory of God. Yep. Now that you know who I am. Yep. It, it all goes back to knowing who I see us. They have said it, that I think the whole, I believe the whole Bible, the whole relationship with Christ, the whole thing about our being is in Christ. The moment we can grasp that phenomenon of those two words in Christ, I think everything changes about who you are, who you're supposed to be, where you're going to go, where everything about life changes with those two words in Christ. Because I, I, I was looking at those words. Actually, I wrote something about it. So there was, it has been, you like how the positive, I told you I'm very big on affirmations because sometimes I really need to tell myself who I really am for me to believe I can actually do some things or think in a certain way so mm-hmm. I have to talk to me sometimes right we need to have a conversation <laughs> hey it's okay my alarm <laughs> yep your alarm <laughs> but I was thinking about this phrase I am enough right I am enough. It feels complete if you think about it in a way, but you are enough for what? I am enough for who? Where is my enoughness, if that's a word? Yeah, because it's fine and dandy you could come to the realization that you are enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, so then, so what? So what? What the purpose what's the until you add i am enough in christ Mm -hmm. it feels like that makes it oh my god it was so it was so relieving so Mm -hmm. mind-blowing i'm like those two words I am enough in Christ. That's where my enough comes from. That's where my sufficiency comes from. That's where my wholeness, my ability to do anything, my ability to breathe, live, function, mm-hmm. focus, anything. It's only when you add those two words. Otherwise, your enoughness is in you and how 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 much can you go because you already if you if you have to tell yourself i am enough that means something is not enough something is not doing what it's supposed to do you're not feeling 
something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is true. But until there is something that you're comparing it or something that you're relating it to, then that's when it feels, I think it comes to that value, like you find it, you, you, you have to find value in something for you to say, I am good enough or I am. Well, that's the thing, that, that, that's the thing though, because um, we're doing the comparison. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you, you have to compare. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the, what you're using to compare really does not, it, it's not on the same level as what you're trying to compare it with. Yeah. But at the end of the day, no matter who or what you're comparing yourself to or with, mm-hmm. until you are saying, even when you come to that realization, okay, I've compared, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, if it's, I'm better, or if it's, I'm okay with this, mm-hmm. I'm fine with this or what. But until you come to that, I'm enough in Christ, mm-hmm. that's a wholesomeness. Yeah. Because otherwise, you are only enough in that time, that yeah. period, that season. Because mm-hmm. there's always something, else. there will always be something, else. Yeah. there will always be something better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but until you get to that, I am enough in Christ. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Whether that enough means you're enough, you, basically that enough is you're enough as you are. Yeah. It doesn't mean, you know, now you have to go do something extra. In Christ, you're enough as you are. And as you are. You fall. Yep. Mm. That, that was, oh, that was, that, that made a whole difference in in how that sentence comes. And then um, um, Elevation's new song, Jire, You Are Enough. Oh. That that just like sealed that that revelation for me. Or with just one look, everything changes. I'm captivating. I'll never be the same. Mm-hmm. In Christ. Yes. In Christ. I am enough. Mm. Yep. And I felt like that how that woman as well felt. Like you told me these things that I felt like I was the only one that that knew that I have it in me or I was trying to put words to that <laughs> kind of and you told me everything that I have done come see this man who knows the innermost things he said he was going to give me water that I'm never going to be thirsty again you come meet this man that yes told me everything that I have done and that also to me a thing because this is so well. Remember mm-hmm. we were talking about what 
well do you draw your strength from harassing mm-hmm. the mothers? But this is the well that never runs dry. Yep. And everything that he has done, everything that we do is always trying to accomplish something. You're, there's always a desire. There's always mm-hmm. you're wanting to to whether it's to please someone, to please yourself, to accomplish a goal, to accomplish whatever. Yeah. Always trying to do something. But mm-hmm. now I'm I'm sure over the years there was a desire. She knows that there's something better. There's something there. She mm-hmm. kept doing this and whatever else she was doing, and then she met Jesus. Yep. And it made it all made sense. Yep. It all made sense, and she she I think. And it, it is interesting when you when when you come to that point in life that and I don't know if I'm there yet when you come to that point in life that only thing that matters is you pleasing God and God just being happy about you I don't even like you get to that point that you just feel whole in him right you're not looking for your qualification in yourself or in anything else you just feel just okay with who you are right now in him not just okay with yourself now like whatever okay in him because he has already accomplished done finished everything that has to do with you that's why i love that passage first peter is it i always forget it first peter 110 that Christ is giving 310 right that Christ is giving us everything we need right for life and godliness he's already done it he's given it to us you're singing my song you're singing my song (laughs) something I desire only this I see oh just to dwell 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 forever what song is that? Ah, that is Maverick City. The same, uh, the same for Jiren. The same album? Well, uh, no, I don't think no. so. Okay. You know okay. This. I, my, I, mean, I don't, I haven't listened to that yet. This will be my partner, main activity. Oh, just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever. It is, it is awesome. It is, it is awesome. You have to taste and see what the Lord is doing. You have to get taste and see by yourself. Yeah. And I think that's why it is, it can't be a religion to know Christ. It has to be a relationship. Like you have to, You have to want to be within him, him, for him, because he got you. It has to be a relationship. And I think that's what a lot of us want to get in relationships that we keep looking for. I don't know if that's what that woman was looking for with the five husbands. Like, I just want somebody to know me for who I am right 
yeah. and found that in God. And could you imagine somebody that came to the well when everybody is not at the well, going into the city and say, "Come and see this man," because you have all these gossip. So she has to go to the well where there's all the wives who would be the talk of the town for the week. And yet here she is. And yet here she is testifying, be a witness. I, I don't care what y'all say about me, but come see who made my day, who made me, me, who, made, who knows me for who I am. Oh. <laughs> You're in the zone. You're in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, could you imagine? Can you even imagine? I can only imagine. <laughs> okay, Lucia. <laughs> Give it us the song station. Keep going. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you inspired me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I, it comes back to the thing. That's why I love that woman. I just love that. Yeah, first Peter one three to four. Yeah, yes, that's the the actual the verse that you were talking mm-hmm. about. Therefore, His divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness. Come back, come back to that for a what? For a dynamic, dynamite. spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of Him, Christ, who called us by His own glory and excellence. And the operative word is personal knowledge. Yeah. Personal, personal knowledge. You have to search. You have to work out your own salvation. Yeah, yeah. On personal knowledge, it can't be the same. It can't be exact same formula for everyone. No, different. That's where the relationship comes in. Yep. Even a relationship with mothers and their children, or parents, I would say, and their children. Regardless, yes, they love all their kids, but the relationship with each child, if there's more than one, mm-hmm. always some differences. Yeah. Because every child is different. So yeah. they're, they're an individual thing. Yep. So it has to be a personal knowledge. Mm-hmm. It has. It has to be. Some people find Christ in... <laughs> They just see him as a deliverer, basically somebody that took me out of dirty and brings me to somewhere that I can breathe. Right. That's that's how they can relate to Christ. Some people can relate to Christ as the brother they never had, that big brother. I was talking to somebody and it's like, I always wanted a big brother. I am the first child and I always wanted that big brother, you know, that just protects you, that just you know, hangs out with you, like nobody comes near you. They have to talk to him first before they can get to you. I always wanted that big brother too. Um, 
that's that's what Darren was also saying. Yeah. About the relationship and how um she wish she had that you know, mm-hmm. that man, that father figure. Yep. Or brother. Yeah. It is. You you have to yearn for him or find him as that person that um that person that is a friend to you. That the the song that um um I am a friend of God. No, not that one. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. I am loved by you. Yeah. Who I am. Who and I sometimes am. like because maybe your your thought of a father or your um your relationship with your earthly father is probably so either messed up sometimes it's hard to relate to him when you think about the father it's hard to relate to him that way right Right. but when sometimes you have a good relationship with a friend you will relate to him as a friend better than a father yes that's true yeah that's why the song continues to say you are perfect in all of you Mm -hmm. All of oh, and the 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 passage with when Moses when when he was introducing himself to Moses that said, "I am." He never told Moses who he was, right? He never gave continued that sentence. I am who you say I am, because he is who you need him to be mm-hmm. in any season. Yeah. That's who you can that. relate to him with. Exodus 3, 14. Mm-hmm. I am. He, he, I think he was asking, um, so you're sending me to the Israelites. Who do you want me to say, accept me? Mm-hmm. I am. I am. I am. Because I'm going to be the God that comes the wind um, today. Tomorrow I'm going to be the God that is going to Part the Red Sea. Part the Red Sea. <laughs> they didn't know that then. So they got mm-hmm. a message to say the I am. The mm-hmm. I am sent Moses to, to, to save us. And mm-hmm. I'm sure in their limited minds, they mm-hmm. would have, oh, yeah, they're going to fight fight for us. You know, mm-hmm. maybe um, there'll be an army that will be raised up to fight, mm-hmm. to fight against the Egyptian army. Mm-hmm. Know that this God, the I am, mm-hmm. parts the Red Sea, mm. holds the water up as a wall, and part that Red Sea so they all could cross it before on it closes. Th- oh my gosh! <laughs> that was in the, that was in all. And then we close it when he needs to be closed. Yeah. <laughs> right it will close it on who doesn't need to walk on it on dry land we limit um, we, we, as we're talking about relationships yes we, we I mean we, we come to the realization always how we limit God so much mm-hmm. the other thing is the I am I mean he can do anything and everything 
Well, I think sometimes we also put limitations on our earthly relationships. Yeah. Oh, we do that. We limit someone else on how they can relate to us mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. And then I think we need to be more forgiving. Because I, I think another thing too, I, I don't, um, well, I think it was when all of this um, racial thing and everything became more prominent in the last year or so, then I, I, I was looking at like, you know, if every one of us just look at the next person, as you know, God is in you. That next person has God in him. They might not even recognize it yet, but God made that person. He took time to make that person. He That person did not just exist out of happenstances. It might have been a happen, might have been a, a mistake on their side that they think they exist in mom and dad may have made a mistake. But your life is not a mistake right? If we all just look at that person that you have value, you can be the one that can save the next generation from doing this. Right now, you might not look that way, but there is potential. Because if we look at people in the Bible or even messages that we've heard about, people have come out of prison and done extraordinary things to help somebody else or done horrible things, but changed and made a difference, right? If everyone just look at the next person, like you have the potential of being somebody that will do awesome things. I think we will look at life so much, much better. We'll look at the value of somebody's life much better. I know that that person made a mistake and that's all that they did. They made a mistake and messed up. Well, I think part of it is we, we always want others to forgive us no matter what but when it's time to give that forgiveness out it is hard it is hard sometimes when people do bad things it is hard to see that but that's why that in Christ is very important because that is how God sees yeah and it doesn't mean um, it's not punishable and no. There are consequences. Even mm-hmm. people who have done horrible things, and it might not be as horrible. It might just be something small, but then it leads to, you know, to an outcome that's not pleasant. Yeah. But there are consequences. Oh yeah. There are consequences um, for what we do, and mm-hmm. that is how it is. Mm-hmm. But that should not stop us from seeing that individual beyond who they are, what they've done in that moment. Yeah. But it's 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 hard to it's hard. How do you forgive someone that has pretty much well I mean everyone's story is different. Whether it's mm-hmm. hurt, they've caused hurt, heart, hurt type pain. Mm-hmm. other things but I think it all boils down no matter what it all, all boils down to heart yeah well how do you forgive and go how do you see 
that individual that you're saying we should look at them as if um, Christ is in them. How do you get past that? It is hard. It takes, I feel like it takes all of heaven to do that. <laughs> and then um, and then stop. No, it does. It is hard, but <laughs> and, and and I think that's the importance of knowing that that is how God sees himself. Because I think that what stops a lot of people from from seeing God, because we we tend to, because we it's not easy for us to do that. We see God that way, like God can't see me because of all the things that I've done, right? Mm-hmm. And then it stops us from having that relationship with him. Because we are looking at God, how we look at somebody else. Because, man, that person have hurt me. There is no way I'm going to let that person in. There is no way I'm going to look past anything that they have done. Right? Right. That is what I see when I see that person. Right. That is what I rethink of when I see that person. Well, when you understand the grace and the love of God, Mm-hmm. and are able to receive yeah the love then, then it helps you know yeah it does help because then you get some <laughs> you get you I, I i'm not saying that 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 hurt that that person did or what or whatever that crime that person did but then you're able to slowly start looking past that it's like Reminder, you have what it takes, you just have to say it. Be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website www.sistersletstalk.com That is www.sistersletstalk.com Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite other sisters to the lounge.